It's Wednesday. It's 7 p.m. It's the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show. Jack's Radio. You're listening to Jack's Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday again, and you are listening to the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's Radio. And I have with me Rich Mason and Adam Knight. How are we doing? Not bad, Dan. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. And you, Adam, how are you? I'm doing very well, mate. I was just starting to wonder, though, how many Wednesdays are there in a week? Because it doesn't seem like seven days ago we were doing this. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. And we were just listening to the fantastic sounds of Audio Slave with their song Gasoline, which obviously is another link to Formula One. Yeah, pretty good, aren't I, really? And Rich, we are listening to you on your new microphone. You've now managed to get it working after about three weeks of trying. Yeah, I've got my microphone working now, so hopefully I sound a little bit more... In the room, I guess. Ah, you're sounding fantastic. Your voice, your voice is sounding like honey in my ears. Oh, bless you. Thank you very much. So there you go. Right, okay, so we don't have a race to cover this week. So I thought we're going to do something slightly different. Um, so I'm going to start off with, with a bit of news, and then we go into a song, and then we will go into what I want to do, and I'm going to leave you hanging on that one, and I will tell you about that in a minute. So let's go into the news first. So a small bit of news from uh, around the paddock as such. So George Russell, after the coming together with Bottas and his very strong words after the race around uh, Bottas wouldn't have done that if it was another driver, etc., etc. And we spoke about it at length at the last show. Um, he's reined back slightly on what he said and he's issued an apology, etc., etc. I mean... How much do we actually believe that apology? Is it just because Mercedes told him to? I think Uncle Toto had a word, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> very much that, Adam. <laughs> yeah. But to be honest, it's I I still think it's a good move from Russell because he said what what he said and you you can unhear it, do you know what I mean? And Toto can unknow his feelings. So that's uh, so what I said last week, it's setting the tone for when he's in a quick car. If I'm coming up the inside, you get out my way. Yes, exactly. Um, maybe, exactly. maybe, maybe he's had some le- some lessons from Hamilton already, right? Because he's the, he's the yeah. master of yeah. You know, let me play the mind games. Let me say it to your point, Rich. Let me put it out there. It can't be unsaid. I can say I didn't mean it, but everybody knows that I really did. Exactly, exactly. It's all games, isn't it? It's it's all games. It's um, fun. Yeah, exactly. It's what makes it fun. So the next bit of news, which I find very interesting, and it goes back to a point that I made at the last show. So Red Bull have enticed Ben Hodgkinson away from Mercedes. Now, uh, Ben Hodgkinson headed up the Mercedes high-performance powertrain uh, unit, so looking after the engine, um, and he was there from from the days of, of Honda, really. So he's overseen the most successful engine in Formula One history. Um, and he's now gone to Red Bull to head up their their powertrain system now that they've taken on the uh, Honda engine. And I think that shows real intent from Red Bull, that they are serious about Formula One. They are serious about their engine. Um, and again, is it another sort of, sort of knock to the Mercedes dynasty? 
Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, I think it could be. I think it could well be a knock to the Mercedes dynasty. And uh, well, as you say, powerful statement of intent. They're here and they're not. Uh, they're not going to shy away from anything. But uh, I hope yeah. it doesn't end up being a marketing thing, and we all end up being enticed to drive around in Red Bull electric cars. Well, in twenty. True. Well, not even that. In five or ten years' time. I think Mercedes are setting them up as a double agent. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we shall see how that pans out. Um, <laughs> you, heard so, it, you heard it here. You heard it here first. You heard it on the light side. Let's go F one show first. And we yeah, Christian. Yeah, Christian. Absolutely, three cylinder engine. It's absolutely the way forward, mate. Totally. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And, and then hot off the press. Uh, so we've had some uh, confirmation that some, some changes to uh, a few races this year for the qualifying. So they're going to have a qualifying on the Friday. Uh, they're going to have one practice session on a Friday, then a qualifying session for a sprint race on Saturday. And then the results of the sprint race will determine what what positions they start with on the Sunday. So it's, it's, it's a real shake-up. I think there's a lot of excitement about this. It's good that they're not doing it to every race. They're going to see what happens and see how it works and then perhaps roll it out to more races uh, next year. So, But, um, yeah, I, it's something that I think could be quite exciting. Yeah, what do you think? Def- yeah, definitely make a difference. Let's hope it's not a bit of a flop like that sort of... I know we've got the elimination in quali, but do you remember that sort of qualifying when they yeah, that was, one yeah. dropped out, another dropped out, and they just dragged on for ages? They dropped that pretty quickly. But it's nice to see the sport trying different things and going, do you know what? We're not sure if this will work. We'll give it a go. And if it works, brilliant. If it's crap, well, we won't bother with it again. So, Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So we are going to go to a song uh, quickly. And Rich, this is one of yours. And do you want to give us one of your uh, links one yeah, this is, this, this is this uh, is they're starting to get tenu- tenuous now. I set myself up for a, a fall here, <laughs> trying to link everything. Anyway, uh, the last link I had was Kasabian "Shoot the Runner," and "Shoot the Runner" was from the album Empire, and there was a song on Kasabian's album called on that Empire album called "Seek and Destroy." So we're going to move on to a song called "Search and Destroy." So that's my link. It's nice, very similar. Nice. Um, but this, this is a version of Search and Destroy, which was an original track by the Stooges and Iggy Pop back in early 70s, I think. Uh, but this version is by the fantastic EMF. Let's go. You're listening to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show with Jack's Ring. So that was Search and Destroy by EMF. And you are listening to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show on Jack's radio or the Lolga F1, as all the cool kids say. But there you go. So, <laughs> I'll try and make that catch on at some point. Um, so, <laughs> We're definitely not cool, Dan. That's, that's <laughs> There's one sure? thing this, this, this show has borne out the fact that we three are not cool. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'd say you two aren't. I think I'm definitely Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, without a race uh, to cover, as I said, I, we would do something slightly different. And I thought... Okay, so let's put ourselves in the seat of the director of the Netflix show Drive to Survive. Okay, now what story arcs do we think is going to happen throughout the season that if you were the director, you would think, right, that's what I got to cover. Okay, so to give you an example, I am going to start off with mine. So the first one, I think um, if I was the director, I would cover the Bottas. Uh, and Russell 
fight throughout the season and I'd be aiming it as a sort of um, you've got a man already in the seat and you've got a man who wants the seat. And throughout the season, there will be sort of ups and downs where one person looks like they're going to perhaps retain the seat and there's going to be one person who looks like he may be taking the seat or maybe neither if they have a, if they both have a terrible season. Who knows? So how do you think that's going to play out? So we had discussed it uh, previously. Um, you know, do we still hold the idea that we think Russell's going to be taken at the end of the season? What do you think? I, I know I, I do. I do. I, I think, you know, again, to your point, we, we brought this up a couple of times. Um, and, you know, I, 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 th- I think if this was, if we were talking about the, 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 same, the same players, but in the Red Bull team, it would be absolutely thousand percent he was going to be in that, um, uh, in that seat by the end of the year. The fact that it's Mercedes, I still feel like they will, and they will succumb to that pressure. Um, but there's there's just that chance that they, they they'll hold out because they they don't want that that contention or that that arguably good or bad press depending on on what side of the argument you sit on yeah. and they may just they they may, they may just kind of uh, wait it out and there was a couple of things in in the way that kind of the the, the Toto response after last weekend's kind of shenanigans came that made you feel he was still kind of backing. Um, uh, Bottas maybe a little bit just to, to ride out that year, but um, I still think it, I still think Russell will be in it before the end of the year. No, unless, think, unless, yeah, go on. I think you're right, Adam. Yeah, I was just going to say, in, unless unless Bottas has just absolutely an outstanding standout year and starts taking points off of Hamilton left, right, which he hasn't so far, which is not going to it's yeah. not going to happen, is it? I think that would be the only thing. Sorry, Rich, go ahead. No, no, no. I think you're right. I, I think that, that, that what they need at the moment, what they will require to do that, is the uh, well. Look, we wanted to keep Valtteri there, but if he if he's has a, if he has a shocker of a year and it looks like they're going to lose the constructors' championship to Red Bull, so I, I you know I'm guessing part way through the year that will become clearer, and it'll be a case of well, that's the kind of excuse we need. We'd like to keep Valtteri in the car. But if we cannot, because we might lose the Constructors' Championship, we have to give the young guy a go. He just needs... That's my really, really crap Toto impression, by the way. Oh, that's what oh, that was. Toto. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Right. So, I, thought, no. I, thought, I thought it was Anthony Hopkins. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> no, Arnold Schwar- I want to get Arnold Schwarzenegger and Toto Wolf in a room together. That would be the most Austrian thing ever, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, it would be. It'd it be fantastic. Very, very, very... That'd be a thick accent to be in the room there. Um, I, I, I just think they need that... If they've got that excuse... Because at the end of the day, he's quite. they are quite pragmatic, I think, Mercedes are. It will be a case of if we look like we're going to lose the constructors, then we're going to give George Russell a go. And and, yeah. and I think you're right. If He's in Valtteri's hands... But if he continues to have results that he's uh, like he's had, then yeah, I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. Yeah, know. which drive? Which drive? Which driver is consistently going to finish in front of Perez? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, that's true. I I just can't. I just can't. I don't know. It just seems an unmerk thing to me to change a driver partly through. You're right. If it is if it is Red Bull, yeah, it would be odds on that the, you know that the, the, it would probably end up changing him. I I just don't see it being a a merk way. Of doing I, and, and, and I totally agree with you through the years of the Merck dominance, right? And to Rich's yeah, point, yeah. That we said on, on a previous show, the 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 different the differentiator this year is going to be if they are 
not a shoe-in for the Constructors' Championship, and they feel that switching that driver would change that game or change those odds, that's why I think they would. Yeah, yeah, that's Constructors, get is, you know, that's where the money goes as well, let's not forget. Yeah. And that's going to be massively key, even in the era of a cost cap, you know, and that's going to be really key for Red Bull, the amount of money they're going to be pouring into it. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. It, it, it all makes sense. It, it, I mean, I'd love, I'd love to see it happen. So uh, let's let's uh, let's hope that it does because that would cause quite a bit of excitement, and it'd be great to see Russell in that seat. Okay, so we're going to crack into another song now, and Adam, this is one of yours. Do you want to introduce well, it? So on the subject of of dubious links, then I mean, if we if Rich keeps on going the way he's going with his links, he's going to reach. <laughs> The six degrees of separation, and then these up are quality, a song. quality, well thought out I links. Didn't are, say, right? I didn't say they weren't great songs, but with <laughs> the six, de- six degrees of separation, you're going to end up having to pick a song by Kevin Bacon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, you got Dan. I was, I was confident because it was always going to come up with a link to F1. So I came up with a link to Jack's Radio. How about that? Oh, yeah. so this song is a song by Chris Brain's going to love this. By one of my favorite bands of the 2000s. And this could be Jack's Radio's new tagline, because this is glamorous indie rock. You're listening to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show with Jack's Radio. And that was the glamorous indie rock and roll by The Killers from the Hot Fuss album. Is that correct? It was. Yep, Hot Fuss. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's a pretty good... Pretty good tune, and as you say, I'll, that could be the uh, new tagline for uh, Drax Radio, so I should be passing on that information. Right, okay, so, Rich, you are in the director's chair. You've got your name on the back of those canvas chairs. What story are you going to be following? Well, if I was going to be following a story, I'd, I'd sort of came up with titles for some of mine as well, so I think my first one would be, Hass, what's the point? And, nice. uh, you know, I, I think at the moment it, it, they're just they're looking, frankly, dreadful. Um, you know, number of questions. Will Gunther Steiner explode at some point? Because he's a very, very animated character and he's got a lot to be animated about in the uh, in the pits at the moment. Um, and I suppose on a slightly more serious note, is this going to is this going to potentially um, knack a Mick Schumacher's career? I mean, you know, we've, we've seen a few drivers. I mean, George Russell has had a fairly unlucky start in a pretty uncompetitive Williams, but he has shown his mettle in a Mercedes for a, a race. Um, but Mick Schumacher comes in as Formula 2, well, you know, Formula 2 champion. And he's, you know, it, that that house is just, well, it's just a dog of a car. It really is terrible. It is. And it, it is doesn't appear bad. that the team are gelling at all. So, and, and, and you have to remember when Haas came into Formula 1, Gene Haas has got the history behind him with IndyCar, you know, massive name in the States. And it was all about Gene House coming into Formula One and really putting a US marker down as a, as a, as a US team. And it just hasn't really worked over the last few years, has it? Well, Rich, you might be onto something there. So if you, if you were the director and you were following that story, I reckon you could have some gold there because I heard somewhere on the Twitter grapevine that Ooh. a team for next year, we'll be going through a major rebrand. Now, if you look at all the teams, I think it's only Haas that they can do that because Alpine's already done it. Aston Martin's already already done it. I can't see Merck doing it because they've already said they're not going to change it in else. Red Bull, Alpha Tauri aren't going to be. I don't... I mean, clearly, Ferrari won't. I don't think Alfa Romeo will. Williams have already said they're going to keep their name. I, 
think it pretty much only leaves Haas. It does I only think. leave Haas. I did have a thought, though. Alfa Romeo could rebrand as Maserati. Possibly. It's Ooh, between those two teams, really, isn't it? It's between, it's between the, those two yeah, teams. It's part of the same group. It's all about flogging sports cars at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, that's true, yeah. When it, but but Gene yeah. Haas could, could, could be getting rid. Could be taking a step back, couldn't he? Could be. But uh, and if and if he does, I don't know where that leaves the the money side of things for Haas and and yeah, I think if I was Mick Schumacher, I'd be you know obviously trying as hard as I can, uh, but you know you've got to be looking well, around at where he's going to go. Yeah, I think you bring up an interesting point there though, as as well with the whole thing. You know, could it be the you know a a, a downside or a bad thing for Mick Schumacher's career, or could it be? something that helps to kind of make him in his first year or so, because if you, when you, when, you know, think so. to your point about George Russell, right. Is that, you know, the, 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 the big marker right now is people that are overdriving underperforming cars. Right. Yeah. So whether that's, you know, uh, um, you know, as much as I hate to say it back you know, before Alonso left the sport, he was putting that car in positions where it just wasn't, it shouldn't yeah, have yeah. been, but he was completely overdriving and over, overperforming. Russell is in a car that's nowhere yet. Somehow we're talking about him all through last season. And I've barely left the topic of him this season because he's clearly overdriving that car and and is making himself out to be a much better driver than the car is itself. And if Mick Schumacher is going to be able to do that same thing, maybe it does generate some more buzz and, and additional conversation around him where, you know, opportunities start to open up rather than close down. I don't know. It's just a thought. I hope so. I hope I hope you're right. It's a, it's a bit of a, it is a definitely a tall ask in your first season in F1. You know, George Russell's had a couple of seasons now to get kind of comfy with the, you know, the processes, sure. how a weekend works, all that sort of stuff. So uh, I, I sincerely hope you're right because it would be yeah. good to have him around. I, I see it as, is you know, it, a driver like Mick Schumacher, you know, if, if they've got class, they should be okay. You know, um, Ricardo started off at, was it HRT, Hispania Racing Team or something? Oh, that's you know, true, yeah. got George Russell in the Williams, you know, uh, you had Leclerc in a what, what was then a very bad cyber. They were at, at, at the back of the grid. And Mick Schumacher, each time he's stepped up a level, he's taken a season to actually acclimatise and then kicked on the next season. So perhaps this keeps that pressure off him. For that first season, getting used to Formula One, getting used to the you know how the whole circus works, and then begin to kick on the next season. Yeah. So I, it, I, I hope it's not the ruin of him. Uh, I, but... I, I, I hope so too. And I guess the other side of the garage is will will Mazepin actually complete a race distance this year, <laughs> and uh, and 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 how many expletives can Gunther Steiner get into a race weekend as well? Would be two very. Interesting topics that I would follow very closely if I was in the director's chair. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, good to say uh, is uh, is you know uh, box office. He is when you put me in front of the camera and that that has story. Yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I think that would be a uh, that'd be a good story. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think you've I think you've uh, got the job there for one of the episodes, there, Rich. So you've definitely got the job. Excellent. Right, we're going to go on to a, an, another song now, and this is one of my choices. Um, so last week on the season ticket, I played a song by the Suitcase Junket, and I'm going to play another one. And this one is called Dying Star. You're listening to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show with Jack Ray. 
That was the fantastic Suitcase Junket with Dying Star. I am absolutely loving that band at the moment. And uh, yeah, I've just been listening to them for the last couple of weeks. Absolutely solid. I think it's actually absolutely fantastic. Good tune, good tune. Yeah, it was a very good tune. Yes, really good tune. If you get, if you um, get a chance to check them out on Spotify, definitely do because there's quite a few songs like that. It's really good. Right, okay, Adam, we're gonna put you in the canvas chair now. And what story are you gonna be uh, carrying through? Well, I'm actually um, really excited to see McLaren come back to the the, the the forefront. Very much so, it looks like this year. I am really excited about following uh, dear old Lando's progression, but I think the story on that team is actually more on the Danny Ricardo side of the garage. So I feel like this is the year that he's going to have to really prove himself a little bit, maybe prove his relevance and prove the fact that he's kind of still – deserving of a seat in in a what's certainly gonna soon to be a top team again um, yeah he's starting to he's starting to do that kind of jumping around right he made the leap to Renault I think you know trying trying to make trying to be almost emulate the Lewis move right well let me you know, unexpectedly move to a team that people aren't expecting me to move to because I see something there I'm seeing that progression um Things didn't work out for him there. He, you know, he makes he makes the deal with McLaren, perhaps a little bit earlier in the Norris story, and perhaps is possibly underestimated a little bit about what he's going to be up against. And now all of a sudden he's going to be yes in a faster car, but he's got a teammate that is no freshman rookie, uh, ready to take a, a back seat. He's got a fight on his hands, and I think that if he doesn't come out on top this year. Um, he's going to be start to raise a lot of questions going forward. Yeah, I think that's I I, I think that's fair. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Danny Ricardo. I think he's a fantastic driver. You know, the overtakes he can he, he can put on. You know, is absolutely fantastic. But you're right. He's 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 got his hands full with Lando Norris in that McLaren, and you know, if he. Okay, so, so so if he doesn't beat Lando this season, is he kind of done? Or I don't I don't think so. I don't think so because it's his first year in the game. People are going to make the argument it's his first year in the car. It was a transition year. Yeah. Lando's had a couple of years in the car. You got to give him another chance, but it's it's starting to raise questions. I think. Well, I hope he doesn't raise too many questions going forward because um, he's my eldest daughter's favourite driver. I'm not sure if it's the only one that she can pronounce, but it's. Uh, it, it, oh, but she, but if she if she can, most other people can. That's, <laughs> she's pretty, yeah, she that's does like Dan, She likes Daniel Ricardo, and um, yeah, I, 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 you know, we forget he's a, you know, he's a multiple Grand Prix winner. He is, yeah, um, he is. you know, and 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 he he had a very good run against Max in the Red Bull as well, and he beat uh, Sebastian Vettel in that Red Bull as well. Um, so, you know, and we all know he's an exciting driver and he's no slouch, but I, I, I do agree, Adam, that, you know, the, the, the sort of Renault seasons were a bit mm, damp squib kind of thing. And it sounds like he made a bit of a wrong decision potentially, or he said clearly by him moving, he thinks he, he has done. So let's just, uh, let's see if he keeps it, um, you know, keep, keeps pushing on and can start to get the results probably mid to the back end of the year. He hasn't had very long in the car, neither he or Sergio Perez. Yeah, They've had literally like right. a day. 
and a half. And, right. And there's, and, there's, and there's been less testing this year as well, hasn't there? So, That's so. the thing, yeah. Less testing. So it's like they've, they've not had long to get used to it, but let's see uh, let's see what happens. But I hope he remains relevant because he's. Uh, I think he's good for the sport. I, yeah, I do definitely. too, and I think he's a, he's definitely a, he's 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 one of those he's a great role model, right? For the you know, for people like your daughter, younger people starting to yeah, watch yeah. the sport because he comes across as just a nice guy. He's a genuine guy. He's a funny guy, and I think that's why I'd like to watch that arc more than anything else because yeah. I want I want to see more. I think the dynamic between him and Lando because they're they're both clearly just loving life having a great time and they're just nice people like bring on more of that man because i can i can i can see myself sat there watching the watching that show with a big fat smile on my face like i do a lot of the time even when watching lando and carlos last year it's just it's just a good time don't believe the smile mate don't believe the smile <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll 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 bite your bum off he really will the honey badger <laughs> the honey absolutely. badger the honey badger. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a good competitive guy, and uh, well, let's hope he doesn't. Uh, let's hope he does. He, he, he does move on well within McLaren. Yeah, I, I mean, the the drive to to uh, survive uh, show seems to quite like Ricardo as well. You know, again, he put him in front of the camera. He's box office, isn't he? Isn't he? So, uh, yeah, no that, doubt. That is, good, that is a good story arc. That is, that, that's a good story. Arc. Right. Well, this director's chair is getting full up. I think I, I think you've all got the job so far, which is good. So uh, there you go. You have to get a stronger chair. Go. Gonna have to get a bigger boat, right? Okay, <laughs> so yeah, we are, are going to come on to Rich's uh, next song. Rich, you want to introduce this one with another uh, one of your Kevin Bacon links? Oh, these these these, these, are, these are getting tenuous. Okay, so the previous uh, was uh, EMF, uh, which is a uh, three-word abbreviation stands for Epsom Mad Funkers. If you didn't know. Uh, which is odd because they're from Cinderford in Gloucestershire, um, which is another <laughs> thing you may not have known. But anyway, so EMF, we're now going to move on to ELO and the Electric, nice. Light, Orde- Electric Light Orchestra. Okay. And uh, considering the weekend we've just had, uh, I think a little spot of Mr. Blue Sky. Ah, perfect. Very nice. You're listening to The Light Side. Let's go F1 show. Jack's Ring. It's that a was, classic. It's a classic, was, isn't it? That was ELO and that was Mr. Blue Sky. And you're listening to the... As all the cool kids say, the Logger F1 show on Jack's Radio. We'll get there with that. We'll get there. Don't worry. Trust me, it's it will to... catch on. It, it, <laughs> it will catch on. Right. Okay. So, Rich, you are back in the director's chair. Where are we going? Well, we're going to go very, uh, I think the, the title says it all. Alonso, unfinished business. He's come back into F1 this year. And I guess, the, the, you know, the, the question is, will he get that third title? He is a double world champion. He's clearly come back in the sport because he wants to get that third title. And um, is he going to do it? I mean, he's clearly not going to do it this year, but, you know, yeah. is the whole Alpine thing going uh, to pay off for him? I mean, being I'm the asking the wrong man. You, I mean, clearly you are going to say yes. So actually we'll leave you because you say yes, he will. <coughs> and he'll probably do it this year as far as you're concerned, aren't you? So, so being Adam, the best... Adam, being... <laughs> we'll talk to Adam now. <laughs> Adam, what do you think? Dandy quiet. We know what you're doing. Like. I'll fade you out. I'll fade you out. I know right. you're so, so being being the best driver of his generation, um, I I don't know if if he's actually gonna gonna, gonna get that that title. Um, he has come back with intent. Clearly, you know he's very serious about it, and I don't think he he's obviously seen something in Alpine. So there is something going on there. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Adam. What do you think? Uh, let's go to someone who isn't part, you know, so partisan. I don't. I think the only thing he's seen in Alpine is a way to get back in onto the grid and then into a car. But I don't. If he wins his third 
championship, it's not going to be in the Renault, in my opinion. I just don't. I don't think that they can they can take that on. Um, yeah, does he does he think he has a shot at another leading seat coming up here? Maybe. Um, yeah, that's fair. But then you know how many how many years is he going to stick around and carry on? Um, but yeah, I, I I can't see him doing it in a Renault. No, I think you know if if if, if he, I hope he's seen something at Alpine slash Renault. They they you know they have got deep pockets out of a lot of the formula. We have rule changes next year, don't we? So, so you know, anything's have, on the table, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So in fairness, I, I think that arc could pull back into the previous one because if he does has seen something and that Renault comes good next year, that's even more pressure on the Danny Rick conversation. Yeah, it's like we've, we've thought about it, haven't we, Adam? That's the thing. It's like we thought about we could tie these two things together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we got, we, got a, we got cliffhangers and everything now. That's it, man. That's it. But, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, if, if, if he has seen something, because he's not going anywhere else, Ferrari's Leclerc's thing and, and Sainz is there. Um, Mercedes have got Russell waiting in the wings. Red Bull's all about Max. McLaren is, you know, they've got two quick drivers, so... You know, either Alpine comes good, or yeah, I don't. Not sure Alonso's going to get that that sort of third title and his unfinished business, shall we say? Yeah, no, that's very true. Very true. Who knows? It, 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 big rule changes are always an exciting time for the sport, and you can just never tell, can you? You know, when Lewis went to Merck, you know, everyone was like, "Really, he's gone to Mercedes?" But of course, you, know, you had the rule changes, and yeah. you know, he, he he's never looked back, has he? So, who knows? Alpine that's could true. be. Top of the crop next year, well, and uh, you know, well, they were dominant in the mid two thousands. Let's not forget his two world championships yeah. with, a, with a very dominant Renault. So, uh, you know, we shall. Yeah, see. very true, very true. Okay, so I'm back in the chair now. So I, I've I've got the director's reins, and where am I going to go? I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go green. I'm going to go Aston Martin. Um, and I think it's going to be, it's a really interesting story that you can follow where, you know, before seasons passed when they were racing point, when they were Force India, they were always the plucky underdog. You know, they were always the team that overachieved. They finished, you know, fourth once, I think. And, and, and you know, it, it was always, God, this team is always overachieved. And there was no real pressure for them to to actually deliver, but they always did. Whereas now you've got, Lawrence Stroll, they've got the money behind them, they've got expectations. We spoke about about it before. You've got the fear factor from Lawrence Stroll, and it's going to be a real story of, you know, can they actually deliver now under pressure? And it, it's interesting to show what pressure does to a team because at the moment, and I know the rules are perhaps hurting them, but you know, things are things are cracking there under pressure currently. Um, where, do, where, where do you see that story going? Well, I think I think you're right. Things are not looking great. Um, I mean, the biggest thing in that is that Sebastian Vettel doesn't appear to have turned up yet for the 2021 season. You know, I know we're only a couple of yeah. races in, but he's had a pretty dreadful start by anybody's I mean, measure. And I'm measuring that against, I think Nikita Mazepin's had a, yeah. <laughs> that's the worst start, but Seb isn't far behind him, really. So actually, you you could have a dual story there, couldn't you? You could have the team and Vettel performing yeah. under pressure as well. You know, it's absolutely. And I think to be fair, Lance, Lance Stroll has. I don't know. The difficulty is because of where Seb is. I don't know if the if 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 Lance is putting the car where it should be. 
if he's out, but I hope he's not outperforming the car. I'm not sure he's that capable of a driver to outperform stuff yet. Um, but he's clearly handy in the wet. We have seen that. Lim, you know, yeah. led a Grand Prix, so he's, he's no he's no absolute slouch. Um, you know, but if that's roughly where the car is, then you know Seb's really got to get it by the scruff of the neck and and and, and get it get it up the grid because it's 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 kind of nowhere at the moment, and it's you know they really are going to have to concentrate on 2022. Yeah, I think that's. Um... Yeah, I think I think that could be an interesting an interesting story there. I think. Plus, you say something. Yeah, the great thing about that story arc is more time with my new hero, Lawrence Stroll, yes. and of course, but your man only crush, if, your man crush. Only only if they take the opportunity to give him his own theme tune. So much <laughs> much like Darth Vader had the Imperial March, right? Every. <laughs> Every time Lawrence Stroll walks down the grid, I want some kind of music so you know he's coming. That's yeah. the, it's the only it's the only way to go. Like if there's no other theme. story, exactly. Yeah, he needs a theme tune every time he walks into a room. I think that's absolutely fitting. I think I think that that would be uh, yeah. So what's are we talking like a slightly dark discordant theme tune? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. definitely the bad guy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. He, Excellent. He's 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 the dark side of the grid. Let's go. <laughs> So, so who would be on the uh, who'd be on the light side? Toto. Toto. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And where does that leave Christian Horner? Yoda. Um, Yoda. He's on. He's on Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right. So our next show will be sorting out all of the grids into Star Wars characters. Yeah. Perfect. That's it. That's that's good. That's getting that's getting interesting. <laughs> that's that sounds good to me. Right. Okay. So. Next week, uh, so we are going to Portugal this weekend to the Porto Maio uh, track, which is the big elevation changes. I think we really enjoyed that track last year. It's going to be very good, especially with not a lot of rear end grip. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I think that's going to be really exciting. So, uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. So it just remains to say really so thanks for joining us this week uh hope you join us uh next week as i say for the review of portugal um and also all the star wars characters all the way down the grid um <laughs> you, you can follow the show um on at lights underscore f1 or follow the station at jack's radio so that's both on twitter um you can catch us on the station website which is uh www.jacksradio.com and you can go to the Listen Again uh, part there, or you can catch us uh, as a podcast with all the music cutouts on the Lightside Let's Go F1 podcast, or as I say, all the cool kids say, the uh, the Lolga F1. So there you go. Right, okay, so that's, an, that, that, that's enough of that. Uh, playing us out this week is going to be a band called Disturbed with the Sound of Silence. So do you want to say goodbye, fellas? Goodbye, guys. Goodbye, fellas. <laughs> it remains for me just to say goodbye and drive safely. You're listening to Jack's Radio.